How many mics do we? Government, the other day. Right it away, right it away. Funky on the mic like an old batch of cops. My mind can't remember how many asteroids are still at heart. And no one's from the old school. Cause rapper's still a brand new tool. I say And this is same old new school. As always, Idris Goodman. Kevin Koval. So man, we got a ton to get into, man. Oh my gosh. Hip-hop just basically opened up its belly and just let out all of all types of awesome and interesting. Um, but the one thing I will say, I mean, I think that you'll that you and I can sort of agree on, especially in this first part, man, is I'm really excited by the way in which hip hop is truly responding to the moment. I, I've never seen such synchronicity, um, you know, multi-generationally and stylistically. Um, so, yeah, I thought, you know, a great place to start would be this. This was brand new. This was from yesterday. But did you peep the Fight the Power uh, 2020 version that, that dropped with the BET Awards? No, you already know, uh, of course. And and I feel like hip hop stays winning. You know, it's just like the culture is yeah. un- culture is undefeated. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and you're right, man. I, I think that I mean, hip hop is I think one of the reasons why we love it is because it produces the most poignant and on point verse journalists who are continually responsive to the moment. And I, I think it was, you know, I mean, it, yeah, this remix is is very dope. And, you know, I obviously like to see, we talked about it a little last week, to see P.E. back together, to see Chuck and Flav in the same space yeah. is yes. is powerful. All of the praise that they got inside of the song, I thought was significant. Yes, um, indeed. And then, you know, and this is a song that features, uh, you know, a, a, like the, I love the top acapella, the young man who, who kicked the acapella yeah, song. Yeah, singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up mm-hmm. top. I'm a young black man. Doing all that I can to stand. Oh, but I look around. And then it features Nas, Rhapsody, Jahi, and YG, and Black Thought, of course. Um, you yeah. know, you got Questlove doing the Flave dance uh, on, yeah, the, on exactly. the turntables. Um, yeah, man. What did you think of some of the... I, I, I thought there were, there were bars inside of the verses. Oh, was, yeah. I mean, you can't come with the weak sauce on, on that track. You know, it was interesting. And, and first off, I, I just want to say that, like, definitely agree with everything you're saying. Also, you know, we've been talking about Fight the Power, like, many times that song has come up. And P.E. in general has come up. I mean, this is, they were, it just shows how ahead of their time they were, that this they're still, they're probably even more relevant than they've been in the last 10 years right now. Just because, last 15 years, uh, because of their music and how much it's speaking to the moment. So it's really great to see as a hip-hop fan. Uh, But it was very interesting because, you know, they talk a lot about their style of production, like they were going against the grain with the bomb squad and with, you know, very noisy, very aggressive, very non-smooth, not not drawing from the the sort of disco and R&B kind of roots of of early sampling, early black music. They were trying to make noise. And um, so it's a very busy beat, like, you know, the fight the power beat is a very busy beat. And the way that Chuck rhymes over it, it's like, you know, it's like, it's a busy beat, but he's like, 1989, a number, another summer. Like, he leaves a lot of space in there. He's like, doing more like James Brown. I found that it was interesting to see some of the new, you know, and these guys are not new, but they're later generations. 
I felt like they couldn't really keep, I, f- I felt like Rhapsody and Black Thought especially, who were like the most lyrical rapidity rap. Um, and I couldn't tell if it was maybe in the mix, in the mix, because they were all likely rapping in separate in places. Spaces, and when they, yeah, because yeah, because everyone sounded a little a little off by a step or two, and I don't know if they fixed it afterwards. But um, I felt like you know the busy flows with the busy beat, they, they didn't quite mesh. It, it felt like one was trying to catch up to the other one. And uh, but I thought that that YG actually rode the beat the best. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I thought YG rode the beat the best because he was he was more he just found this pocket and he just laid into it um, and he wasn't it wasn't too it wasn't he wasn't being busy lyrical miracle spiritual he's letting the beat really drive it yeah. and he's just saying some and his bars were dope his no, bars yeah. were dope so the police killed George having the convo they killed Malcolm X they killed Dr King and yeah. I love I love that they repped the they repped you know the coast they they went east to west you know what I mean I love that you know that YG is is uh, you know repping the west and that they had Rhapsody on that track you know from from the south you know uh, North Carolina and and I agree. I, I think that they, I don't know why they changed the beat up, you know, because they, they altered the beat and, and the beat is, yeah. is so recognizable and so dope. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few bars I just, I, I kind of wrote down that I think are, are yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, Nas says, um, you know, he shouts out. PE and he says you put your life on the line so I can rap now. Yo Chuck, I'm fighting the power right now. Thanks to you flavor PE putting it down, putting your life on the line so I can rap now. I love I love that. I love that 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 homage. Um, yeah. In front of in front of the folks who put on for you, I think it's significant. Um, Rhapsody says, you know, uh, you love Black Panther, but not Fred Hampton. Yo, that's a bar. <laughs> that's a bar. Black thoughts. Black thoughts says something about like listening to interviews by Craig Hodges and Mamou Abdul Raouf. I think the images that fuel my youth, interviews by Craig Hodges and Abdul Raouf. That's a bar. Uh, and just yeah, just bodies. You, you know what the song does, man? It makes me think. And I've seen this quote a lot, and we we've seen it. The the Tony Cade Bambara quote that says it's the artist's job to make the revolution more irresistible. And mm-hmm. and what exactly. what yeah. uh, hip hop has made the revolution fly the most. God. It's just, Come on, man. Right? That's that's why we're gonna win, to be honest, because it's it's undeniable at this point. Because what because what it's doing is that PE was the first most impactful radical ideological group, right? And and then you're seeing Nas and you're seeing Black Thought. His name is Black Thought, by the way, from the Tonight Show, where they make him where they call him Tariq. They don't call him Black Ooh. Thought on the show. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then, well, I bet you they do when they come back on air. Uh, <laughs> not call them blackface thought or whatever. Wow. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Um, and then, and then YG, yeah. you know, who's a gangster rapper, you know what I'm saying? So you see the influence of PE all the way to present. And then you get an artist like the baby. Even if I told you still want to understand what happened. Rather be myself, but people look at me don't matter. A rock star, just trying to keep it kosher. Trying to keep my eyes on my own paper like my teachers told me. You know, the other sort of iconic moment from the BT yes. was the circulating yeah. is his video, which is him, which I love too, and this is what I love about hip hop, is he's got he's got the iced out medallion, bro. He got the he's got the only built for Cuban links, like like it's like I gotta put sunglasses on. For real? But he's he's you know, he's reenacting 
and this is what I think is really interesting about it. And, and it also makes me think of some of what Kendrick Lamar has done on award shows with sort of uh, prison industrial complex kind of in these reenactments of oppression, which I find really fascinating in, in um, hip hop. Somebody in the comments said it was a little triggering. It, yeah. it really was. Yeah. And that and that's something that hip hop does a lot in videos and all of that is this reenacting. It reminds me of theater of the oppressed, actually. The, the only difference is that in theater of the oppression, there are no spectators like the, the, the actors, you know, the people get involved but it does remind me of hip-hop sort of participatory call and response ethos but but i think it's really deeper than just oh wouldn't it be like i'm gonna show them what's up but it is this 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 reenacting of in, on on multimedia kind of platforms reenacting of of real oppression and real abuse i think is just really something powerful and something only only they do in hip-hop like r&b artists don't be doing that jazz artists don't be doing that like yeah. you know rock yeah. artists don't be doing that yeah and i think you're right it is kind of the call and response because i think it's actually hip-hop turning itself um it's inverting itself it's responding to the call that is happening in the culture that's happening in the street and then it's responding to that in a way somebody asked as well in the question like do you release a song that's to the moment or does the moment kind of make your song i'm paraphrasing the question um that, that was posed in, in the comments here but i think i think hip-hop is constantly responsive you know and i think that's the thing about this this moment and i know you know i know we're you know about to kind of transition into some other things um including the Black Thought Roots Picnic video. And, and I, I want to talk about that because it is also so responsive to a moment. Oh, you know, and yeah, you know, yeah. Miss Gwendolyn Brooks, who is the matriarch of all this shit, is you know talked about verse journalism, you know, and, and you know what she did as a kind of responding in verse to what was happening in front of her, um, yeah. and a kind of you know reportage, recording, reporting of, of those stories in front of you. And I, I think hip hop has embodied that incredible incredibly you know since it's since it's onset you know that that same ethos um and so yeah you know we're of course you're listening to vocal low radio uh, the same old new school uh with your host kevin koval and uh my mans idris goodwin um yeah say more say more you're talking about yeah, uh, well, responsive verse journalism well and no and, and somebody in the quote says uh, chief keep was responsive in 2012 um i think all of this music is is a response to what is happening in front of you you know yeah, and that, and that's something that really comes out of the cipher too, which is like it's it's hip hop sort of grassroots ethos, especially for rhymers. Is when I started like freestyling, you know, at Columbia College on Wabash, you know, let them know. You would be like, "What could I say? What could I say that's so brand new? What just happened, right?" And whenever I would hear like an artist respond to something that just happened, like a few days before, it would be like. Like, how did they know, you know? And um, yeah, and, and Thoughts got some bars in that Roots Picnic, uh, especially towards the end, the second half of it. He just, he just gets going. He says something like, um, he says, every weapon is not made by Martin and Lockheed. But the black, blue, brown, bow legged and knock knee. Every weapon's not made by Martin and Lockheed. You know, and I can't, I can't remember what he says, but he says basically, you know, if I tell you I cannot breathe, and then, and then he says something about like, you know, it's going to make my next LP a posthumous LP. And this speech could be the last word of the deceased that make my next mixtape a posthumous release. He just really speaks to these questions of, of, of mortality because he talks about I'm gonna go hard like I don't life is not promised so I'm gonna this is why I go hard this is yeah. why I'm this is why I'm such a, a monster MC because it's like time I have no time for the bullocks you know what I mean like and uh he really speaks you know his his sense of urgency is is why I find his 
freestyle is so infectious is that that like the hunger is there and it's and it's but it's more like like Lucille Cliff. I just think of Lucille Clifton and just this thing of this this sort of like celebratory nature and this sort of like like I'm celebrating being alive. Like isn't that isn't that spectacular? You know what I mean? Like yeah. and when he rhymes, like even his posture when he rhymes, like he rhymes up. He rhymes like his He's he he's, he doesn't go down here. He doesn't go. It's like he's he's tilted. His head is tilted back, and he's like sending them out over the land. You know what I mean? It's, well, and how um, beautiful! How beautiful that you know he's rhyming in the park in shorts on a hill in Philly, right? The Roots picnic is a beautiful event that the Roots continue to give. You know, I mean, I, even the way that he ends that verse. Or you know, um, or that barrage of verses, you know, yeah. Philly stand yeah. up two fifteen or whatever he, yeah. I, he says at the end is like yeah. just that that constant reminder that this is where I'm from, right? And he, uh, what you know, what do the roots represent? What is what is black thought constantly that you mm-hmm. know he's from the two one five, you know, That's um, right. and and that they continue then to come back and even in this moment would continue to come back and then provide the space to also give people this you know these bars this show there's so many quotables that he has yeah, and, yeah. and of course you know we've talked i think even off air a lot about his um at home tiny desk uh and and you know black thought in terms of like the freestyles just the barrage of lyrics he's put out on the internet since last year you know has been has been incredible but the but things that i, I think are, are worth noting for me is like he says monarch melanin they all relish in the way i'm ralph mcdaniels meets we'll ralph ellison monarch melanin they all relish in the way i'm ralph mcdaniels meets ralph ellison the He's final like, that's how, yeah i know, I know. That, and that's, that's like one, that's one couplet that's one, one couplet. couplet that's one couplet. one couplet one couplet you talking about you talk about uh somebody being uh, uh, renewable, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, he, he is the most green MC uh, yeah. out there. Just the way he just he just takes advantage of all of the space within. Like, he's a master of the couplet, man. He's a master, master of the couplet. He'd just be saying some shit. And I know you you talk a lot about the import of the. That's part of the reason. This part of the way you teach right writing and and teach rhyming specifically is that all you have to be able to do is write a couplet. And he has mastered like, yeah. one of the one of the most ancient of poetic forms right maybe the oh, most yeah, ancient exactly. of poetic forms the couplet he does that masterfully I, it's also like he loves he loves i'm this mi- mixed with this oh he yeah does, of course. Does, i love yeah. that i love that and yeah. that's that's a mashup that's a that's a mix exactly. you know what i mean that which is some hip-hop yeah, exactly shit. Um, yeah i mean he, he he rhymes i mean i just like he lo- he rhymes you know uh, uh, Lockheed Martin and Lockheed with Hank Shockley, like well, you know that, what I'm saying. Public enemy, public enemy, Hank Shockley, Martin and Lockheed, like I cannot breathe. Like what? Am I insane if I tell you I cannot breathe? Messages written in language they cannot read. Public enemies, Chuck D's and Hank Shockley's. He also does that thing where he spells out his name, which I love. You know, and and yeah. I love when rappers do that. Um, you yeah, know, shout, shout out K Solo. Flow, weed is slow. See how S O U N D sounds? K S O L O. You know, but he says S P E L L very well. W E L L. T- he says T A R one I like a monocle, the last astrological master of the chronicle. T A R one I like a monocle, the last astronomical master of the chronicle. True spelling of it is right. I'm not, like I'm chronicling these times. I'm I'm reporting exactly. on, on these times. Let's go. You know, See. and I'm a, I'm a master of my ability to put words together in order to tell the story of what I see. 
and that's that, and that's what hip, yeah. yeah and that's what hip hop is you know I mean let me ask you a question real quick real quick off the off the top top three roots albums in this order for me right yeah. now in this second yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I, so I love uh, Illidale. Lost generation, fast paced nation, world population confront they frustration. I mean that's I think my favorite yeah. you know uh, um. And I think because it's like their production just is different on that record. My second favorite is probably Do You Want More? Yo, I'm every MC. It's all in me. That's the way it is. It's where you gotta be. And that's because they, they still have. And, and I would maybe even go back to the first record because uh, Chicago bassist Josh Abrams is playing on that first record. This, you know, the bass. What is that? Um, is this Organics? Organics? Yes, yeah, so organics, exactly. Yeah. Past the popcorn. Past the popcorn, the longest, yeah. the longest uh, posse, posse cut. cut in history. Yo, I wrote this basement, never, never tunnel type portion. Just to accompany some audio distortion. Um, what about you? I, those are my three. Now, I left out, like, you know, very important. Like, the record, what, what's the record with the Erica Badu? Um, oh, that's what, what I was going to say. So, that, that's, that's, I would say this. I think Illadelph Half Life is their best post golden era like hip hop boom bap album yeah for clones alone first of all let's talk about these ill capers and fly ass is that now caught and also i love that they bring the clones beat at the end of that freestyle just to let them know two i would say things fall apart is i think their most solid like black music album like that's just good black music that goes in the time capsule next to like Stevie Wonder and you know James Brown and well and, and it's uh, when it's when they're in their soul Aquarian it's in their their, yeah. their soul Aquarian phase like really kind of yeah. like at that like the the ripest time for that group arguably you know and recently I'm gonna this one's gonna be a surpriser because I I revisited this album and this is an album that came out right when I moved from Chicago to New Mexico and I listen I've listened to it a lot. And I hadn't listened to it in years, and I was playing it again, like turned up, uh, rising down. Yeah, I mean they have great features and great singers on that record, you know. Yeah, rising down's got some joints on that. Yeah. The, the production's really dope. The production's really nasty. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all right, good. Now since we're talking about albums, Kevin Coble, because I'm gonna throw in a, an adjacent Roots album, which is. I always loved the Roots Jay Z like the Jay Z Unplugged album where the Roots were the band. Incredible Roots band would be tonight, y'all. And they're that good that they made me like Jay Z again. But I initially liked Jay Z because I was one of the you know I was one of those people who in '96 bought Reasonable Doubt, which yep. just celebrated. It's 24th birthday, 24th years since Jay-Z put out Reasonable Doubt. First of all, real quick, station identification. We are on at Vocalo. The show is called Same Old New School. I am one of the hosts, Idris Goodwin. And I am Kevin Koval. So, yes, Reasonable Doubt. Where was Kevin Koval in this moment when Reasonable Doubt dropped? In 96. I mean, I feel like I heard on a mixtape that Bobito stretch... Big L, Jay-Z freestyle. So never should you rush. You need to slow down or get your ass toe down. Check it out. I'm and so I think I was, you know, once it was, there was a lot of anticipation in, in Reasonable Doubt coming out. And then I think part of what led me to the record was the, the big feature. 
Um, oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and Brooklyn's finest. Yo, peep the style and the way the cops sweat uh-huh. The number one question is can the feds get us? Uh-huh. Maybe one of my, maybe my favorite song on that record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I was in, you know, I was, I was a kid in Wicker at that time trying to get on mics myself you know mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean i think what i love about the record probably what maybe a lot of us love about that record is that you know hip-hop's notion of entrepreneurialism you know like that it seemed to apply a certain kind of a hustle to the art uh yeah. it, it went very much with where i was at in my career you know that i felt like the need to hustle in that same way with my artistic discipline in order to get on essentially you know yeah because this is with him it's like yeah he's showing you like it's bigger than rap like because i think at that time too you know i think there was this belief that like if you just got the skills you know what i'm saying like if you just got the skills you get on and jay is this rapper who had been just around like you know a protege of big daddy kane you know and had been trying to kind of break through and just never broke through, like was on tracks with original flavor. Was was a hype man for Jazz O back in like the late eighties, early nineties. And um, just couldn't really crack through, but rapped really like intricately. And you know, with reasonable doubt, you see this thing of like, oh no, actually, it's about something else. It's not just about my ability. And with Jay, it's so much about restraint. It's about like what he's not doing, and uh, and and he really changed the face of I think of of New York rap in that way. Where before him, you're known for like flippity rippity rappity, you know, lyrical miracle spiritual styles, and um, he sort of he sort of brings it into this much more cinematic, three dimensional uh lane which which notorious big did as as well but you know in the wake of his uh untimely death um you know it kind of leaves the the lane open for for jay um yeah uh, and jay, so jay, jay plays with space right i mean especially as he yeah. gets older as an mc he plays mm-hmm. with space silence is a note you know it, yeah you know you know as as miles would another line and i think this is worth noting because I wanted there's another anniversary that is is worth celebrating or at least noting um but on on reasonable doubt uh you know is the song dead presidents and it's it's that you know where where he uses uh the Nas sample uh he said you made it a hot line I made it a hot song later um in in takeover so yeah I sampled your voice you was using it wrong you made it a hot which is another anniversary that I think we're noting today, which is, I don't know how many years exactly, but the it's also the same summer that, you know, X number of years ago, what is probably like 19 years ago. Yeah, it, it was 9-11. That album came out, right. that album with Takeover came yes. out on, was supposed to come out on 9-11. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I think it was Summer Jam. It was that Summer Jam, right. you know, yeah, a few yeah. months before uh where yeah so 19 years ago 19 years ago uh yeah where jay yeah, came he, out on stage and like and just you know everybody like ethered yeah. uh nas and uh prodigy, prodigy. from mob d yeah. uh you know, which is which again is i mean i bring up ll cool j i feel like all the time on this show but that's an ll cool j technique man to like to just body 
multiple rappers in one song. Like I'm not just battling one. I'm just I'm just taking out everybody right now because I'm that yeah. nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's it's worth noting. But all right, so so th- those are two anniversaries that we wanted to note because uh, you know Jay Z holds a very specific, particular, and I think important place in 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 the music and in the culture. Um, oh yeah, that album's very important. It's it's a it's a game changer and it's a plot point on uh, you know it gets its own marker on the timeline of hip hop for sure. Um, he really invented, he, he really kind of refined and, and changed the course, you know, for better or for worse. But I was not a fan after, you know, on those subsequent albums until that Unplugged album. It was something about hearing him live and be be witty and, and have his personality along with this live instrumentation. You know, you start to also realize the brilliance of, of his artistry as a songwriter, you know, as someone who puts entire... He's a great songwriter. Like he, he really, his songs are songs. You know what I mean? Whereas like Black Thought is like just, I just really want to hear Black Thought rhyming over various breaks. That, Whatever. Yeah. Just, just yeah, go. Exactly. Just talk. Yeah. Just go. Just, yeah. Just spit, man. Just spit those couplets. Whereas Jay is got just great. He's just a great writer of rap songs for real. You know, on that album, uh, one of the songs that I think about the most is uh, You Can't Knock the Hustle. Yo, I'm making short-term goals when the weather falls. Just put away the leathers and put ice on the gold. Which has got Mary J. Blige on there. And uh, and that's what I was thinking about recently when I saw the Ja Rule uh, clip. Have you seen this of, of Ja Rule <laughs> selling selling Greek food for Papa Christos? Papa Christos got the best motherfucking gyros, gyros. You ever I I love I love that video. You know, when I first saw it, it kind of it made me cringe a little bit. Um, Yeah. But then I went back and I just I you know he released another video explaining the backstory. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that one. So it's because you know he he has this thing because moms and pops are struggling in in the you know in COVID. He he held this thing called Pitch Perfect, where people could pitch him certain oh, okay. ideas yeah, yeah. to, mm-hmm. and he would help them. He would use his platform, his notoriety, in order to give shine to yeah. people who needed it during this time. Yeah. And so they showed like the pitch meeting between Papa Cristo and Ja Rule. Hey, what's going on, Chris? How are you? I'm good, man. My name is Ja Rule. Ja Rule, you can call me Papa Cristo if you want. So, Papa, you you familiar with hip hop? Hey, Papa, hey, where are you? Papa Chris, are you here? Papa, Papa, Papa Chris. That's not hip-hop, Papa, I'm Papa. (laughs) And the shit just really warms your heart, man. Like it's, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and Papa Cristo, like his family, Greek immigrants, been there with the restaurant since 1948. And Ja Rule just wanted to give them shine. I mean, I think they're also giving Ja Rule shine as well, but I think, I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> but, it, but I love, the, but that's what I love. I love the enduring spirit, right? I love, and it's funny because, you know, 50, who's got no chill, is making fun of him, but I'm kind of like, bro, like, that's, that's the enduring spirit of the culture, man. It's like, we will not stop. Like, I will, I will sell these euros and I will sell the shit out of these euros, you know, for the culture. Um, but yeah, it is, it is like, we can make a deal. Like, we can always make a deal. We can always, like, something, I'll give you a look, you give me a look. And I don't know, it just took me back, man. It took me back to, you know, the scrambling days, you know, and just, uh, just can't knock the hustle, man. You can't yeah. knock the hustle. And it, it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, the old Maxwell Street and its proximity to oh, Greektown, yeah. you know, yeah, and, yeah, and when sure. there would be, you know, there would be 
uh, folks selling you anything on Maxwell Street, yeah, you know, right anything. next to gyros, you know, or euros, yeah. or you know, and they he Papa G corrects them or whatever, um, you know, or whatever, the, you know, he corrects them like in in the thing. He's like, we don't have G's in Greece, yeah. so it's gyro yeah. or whatever. Euro, euro, thank you. Yeah, um, I say I'm from D. I'm from the D, man. We got mad Greece. Shout mad out Greece. all Coney. Shout out all the Coney Islands. Yeah, in some ways that commercial represents the best of America, you know, like it could. Yeah, in some ways, you know? yeah, in some um, ways. You know, and then, it, and then it also gets a little, you know, it's like a little cringeworthy as well. Both because, like, you do wonder about, like, where, you know, he, he was involved with, like, the, the fire festival and, and selling oh, this yeah. like, fake festival yes. and everything like that. Yes. So you also, yeah. what else he's selling that, like, might not be real? Um, yeah, I think he just didn't look in the, the fine print of that one. I maybe. Think, I think yeah, people, yeah. again, like... You know, there's a there's a lesson to be learned there. Uh, I think Jaru ja needs to work harder on on music, but uh, but in these days and times, man, get it how you live, man. Do yeah. do whatever you got to do, and it yeah. actually makes me really actually. All that aside, when and if I can ever get to L.A., I'm gonna eat at that restaurant because I'm yeah, really right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Look mad delicious. Yeah. Also, um, you, you also ja Rule's R&B, uh, you know, hip hop ballads are undefeated as well. So you really oh, yeah. can't. You can't yeah. be can't yeah. can't be mad. Yeah. Can't be mad. Can't be mad. Well, listen, friends and family, Kevin Covalo and I, we did it. We got through all the topics, uh, and uh, continue to uh, stay safe out in this world. A uh, lot of great music. We didn't even scratch the surface. Um, but shout out hip hop for continuing to live up to the principles and uh, and saving our soul. Kevin Coble, Idris Goodwin. Culture's undefeated, man. You know it's good to be good to be in it. Good to be in it with you. Good to be talking about it, fam. Appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. All right, everybody, uh, check for us on Spotify. Shout out Justin Mayer, super engineer. Peace out. Love to at Vocalo. Y'all stay up. We'll see you next week. Peace.